0: Hey, hello and welcome to a new episode of Voice it with Karishma. Our today's guest is Mr. Siddharth Supramanyam. He is the founder and CEO of Hello Tempe. Hello Tempe is a conscious food venture that seeks to address the glaring nutrition gap in the Indian vegetarian diet. Channeling his two decades of experience in food service and experiential marketing, he founded this novel company to offer a diverse experience for the Indian consumer with their daily food choices. After spending a year conducting hands-on research and taste trials, Siddharth has set up this company. And has launched a 100% vegetarian protein which is made from super beans. To know more, please listen to the full episode. Hey, welcome to a new episode of Voice It with Karishma. So protein, the first thing that anybody thinks about when they think about diet, fitness, um, as a matter of fact, even vegan people, they all think about the word protein for the first and foremost thing that they want to start with. Um, So a lot of people are aware about so many different sources of protein, but one source is still a little um, hidden. Especially with the Indians, and today we have somebody who has ventured into the aspect of finally bringing out that protein source to every single doorstep as much as he can at the moment. We have Mr. Siddharth Subra- Subramanyam. We have Mr. Siddharth Subramanyam with us today from the brand Hello Tempe. As the word suggests. The brand is all about Tempeh. And what is Tempeh? Let me give you a little bit of an introduction about Tempeh before I start asking Mr. Sadat about all the different things that we want to know about, you know, his journey, the way that he started, what the brand is about, what his mission and vision is. To begin with, just like tofu and just like paneer, Tempeh is a very good source of protein. It's made by a fermentation process, and it's usually derived from fermentation of soybeans and To give us a little bit more elaborate knowledge and information about the product and the brand, we're going to now talk to Siddharth, and you know we're going to ask him about all the things that you know he has to share with us about um, this wonderful protein source, which is again a favorite of mine, and also um just how his overall journey has been so Siddharth, welcome to voice it and it's it's lovely to have you here today we're very yeah, excited nice. we're very excited to speak to you about all the different aspects about you know how you started hello Tempe and you know what are the different aspects that have gone into creating a very niche product currently so please tell us How you know what? Why why hello tempe? Why the venture into um, finally bringing tempe to everybody? Please guide us through the journey.
1: Yeah, great, Uh, Karishma, Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, Never a dull moment when we're talking about tempe and our journey because it's pretty new. We're about fourteen months old. We've been in the market, uh, and probably a year and a half before that of doing the groundwork because we're one of the few, if not only, uh, large-scale manufacturers of of tempeh in India. Yes. So I guess the journey actually didn't start with tempeh at all. Um, where the journey started was me watching some a bunch of vegetarian folks like me sitting around a table complaining about protein.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, the, and it was becoming a bit of a recurring topic amongst many. And uh, what was interesting about it was there's a couple of themes that came through. One of them was how much paneer can I eat? You know, uh, it wasn't just about, oh, I need more protein. It was about, man, I'm eating paneer. They asked me to get protein. I can eat maybe eggs. If somebody eats eggs, they can only eat for breakfast. So there was this real sort of banter about all of these various struggles. And, and the more I heard it, the more it became clear to me, after which we did a bunch of research to make sure that our insights and my instincts were, were on, is that vegetarians don't have enough choices for protein and in fact, the choices that they do have get quite boring and monotonous. Yeah. Um, and they need a break. They need something new. Uh, the second thing for us was that in a, in a market like India, we love to eat. And yeah. we love our food. And it's an emotional bond that we have with flavors, food. Whether you're a rickshaw that says, Bhaiya, wamp, mat peena. Peena. or if yeah. somebody says, isse or if it's somebody else that says, whatever, right? That, from the premium and sort of highest levels of society to the entry level of society, we know our food, we love our food. So we said, how do we sort of get food in a, in a way that is emotional and heartwarming and tasty and people want to cook with it and they can have fun with it and be happy about eating it. And how do we resolve this boredom that vegetarians face around eating the same thing for protein all the time. And that while we have protein shakes and pills and bars, you know, we're not all going to turn into cyborgs drinking shakes and taking pills. We still want to eat our food and we want our flavor. So it sort of became a bit of an obsession of mine to go. I think this is a really amazing cause to want to fight for. Um, and I come from the hotel and restaurant business for 15, 20 years. So I've been always around food. And so I always find it exciting to kind of find food or find chefs or find products that, that you know, excite. And yeah. so we didn't really have a product. We just had an insight that said, if we can do create this amazing ingredient, now the problem was, I didn't know what that ingredient was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so I think we believed strongly enough that if the ingredient was right, that yeah. there would be an opportunity. And that's where the hunt started. Yes. Uh, and I started traveling and I started kind of researching and figuring out what was there. And in fact, tempeh wasn't even on my radar you know, we were, you know, there's a lot of, there's a big buzz about plant-based meat. Uh, We found that to be too processed, uh, too many chemicals, too much processing, too much. It's fried and it's nuggets. It's not something people want to eat every day for good health and protein. Uh, It's, you know, at least in our view. And one day by accident, when I was in Netherlands, uh, somebody was showing me some plant-based hot dogs and then like what people do in Europe when they see an Indian face, they say, he must be missing his Indian thawana, you know. <laughs> so he told, he, he made some uh, tikka curry or something uh, with some rice and pulao. And then I ate it. And I said, oh, it's a paneer. Ka hai. So I ate it. And I ate the cubes and I said, this isn't paneer, is it? I just, it's not quite paneer. It looks like paneer. Yeah. He said, no, it's not paneer. It's something called tempeh. So I had a few more bites and I just said, wow, this texture is really nice and feels different from Paneer and I enjoyed it and I ate it and I started asking him about it and he was just started telling me about it and that's that moment, that aha kind of moment I had when I just go, oh, this is an interesting ingredient and I started praying to God right that moment saying, please have a lot of protein, please have a lot of protein because if you don't have protein, then I can't take you home, I can't take you home with me, you know what I mean? I I was like, please don't be high in carbs and fat. Please don't be high in carbs and fat. And literally, you know, we finished talking and he's like, why are you showing so much interest in tempeh? I said, I'm not showing interest in tempeh. I just ate something I liked. And he said, you know, uh, by the way, this has one of the highest, if not the highest quality and quantity of protein of any natural food. Right. And it's one of those moments in business, you know, business is life, life is business, when you kind of go kind of like, you know, that you believe in that kind of, hey, it's supposed to happen and you're supposed to find something. And, and I just kind of, I just picked it up and I said, whatever happens, I think this is a product that has potential. And from that moment onwards, I've ordered tempeh from multiple places. We've made it, we have other people make it for us and tested it for one year on friends, kids, cooks and uh, that's kind of how we found tempeh and and when we found it through a tikka masala in netherlands to then understanding its nutrition profile to then cooking with it making it our own and then sort of saying yes i think this will benefit indians and they will enjoy eating it at least enough of them that's kind of how we started
0: wow i love the story it is so similar to the way that i discovered tempeh and mm-hmm. I just loved it. I love the whole aspect about, you know, actually venturing out and kind of finding something that has to blend into the kind of concept that you want to actually eventually bring out, you know, to the, to the, to the overall uh, population as well. You know, right. I went to, um, I'm going to quickly share my story so that, you know, we, can, so so that we can understand how, how really funny some of the stories of finding um, really rare good kind of food is, you know, I was in, I was in Bali. And uh, I went there for my culinary course. And um, I, I, when I was in Bali, I was I used to go to these restaurants which were completely plant based. And um, um, one of these days, I did order for something. It, it was very interesting because I had not tried tempeh before that. But I would see it on all the menus over there, you know. So I said, okay, let's let's try this out. And it was fantastic. I think you are know, the best part that you mentioned the texture. It has this really nice, interesting, not really crunchy, not really soft kind of a texture that. So many Indians like, you know, um, it being plant-based as well, having a lot of protein. And I was like, wow, why don't we have this back home? Like, why are Indians not open to, um, you know, making it or selling it or even it being easily available everywhere? And um, I had a lot of it over there. <laughs> because yeah. I, yeah, I, I felt like if I come back and I don't get it. Um, but it was amazing. I actually fell in love with Sempe right there. And then I got back and, you know, I realized that that, oh, it's not available over here. There are not too many people who make it. Um, There's no awareness. Like you very rightly said that um, sometimes it takes a little time to finally reach something when you understand this is good for my body. And this is tasting good as well. It's not something that I'm churning into kind, some kind of a protein smoothie and just chugging down every single day, because that's not how most of us want to live. So very, very rightly said, I love the story. Thank you so much for sharing. Right, um, I want to, uh, so that I want to ask you another thing that, you know, with the journey, right. Um, the availability is so less and, you know, you're one of the first people who are actually making it mainstream, um, with all these Indian flavors. I've tried the products. I've, I've, I've actually tried the product. It's fantastic. Um, but to be able to, you know, actually get into the production of this on a larger scale, um, to then, you know, bring it out into the market and then selling it and, you know, making people aware about it. Did you face any challenges initially or even now? Would you like to share those with us?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we're the only ones producing tempeh in India. We're producing, you know, anywhere close to 10 tons a month we're able to produce. Uh, and those are not small numbers for a country that was producing a few hundred kilos, maybe a month uh, yes. collectively. Um, so uh, I guess it all revolves around risk and and uh, and conviction, right? It's um, you know it's possible to do it, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: right. So it's possible for someone to do it. So if someone can do it, why not us?
0: Absolutely,
1: uh, right. That's the basic belief you have to have. Um, and the second part is you got to find the best people you can. Um, and we have an R and D partner out of Netherlands that uh, understands how to not just make it, but scale it. Uh, we had the know-how they had the ability to produce. Um, and we have a partnership with them where we produce along with them. Uh, and well, they produce for us with our know-how. And we just said, we got to get good people, reliable people, because the number one challenge in any business is people. Right. And you can have great process and great manuals and great equipment and shiny floors but you need people who can day in and day out deliver you quality because I was not about to introduce a new ingredient in India and screw up the reputation of that ingredient because I didn't invent it. True. I wasn't in a lab inventing tempeh. Tempeh has been around for a thousand years. My role was to not screw up its kind of journey through this world, right? My goal is to say, hey, can we make a difference by bringing this ingredient to the most populous country of vegetarians in the world and yes. make a difference? so that's a pretty big responsibility that we take on our shoulders but also at the same time it keeps us really wide awake right to get the right people so i think we got the right people then it's just day in and day out work right and to make sure that we keep the right people uh this, that's the first part yes and i think and i think once we understood and that we weren't in a rush right we were not the kind of startup that said okay put something out there You know, if it's not good, change it tomorrow, change it tomorrow. We just said, hey, we'll take an extra three or four months or five months or six months. But let's get that product right. Let's send it to 200 people. Let them eat it. Let them cook with it. Let them complain about it. Let's then see what we can correct, what we can't correct. What are their struggles? And then we launched it. So, you know, while we're taking risk, we're trying to be as calculated every step of the way to say, hey, you know what? Indians love food. This is a new food and food should be accessible. So I guess the challenge was finding the right people because everything else will fall into place.
0: Yes, rightly said, I absolutely agree. Quality think- in
1: India can be suspect. Yeah. Uh, I, let's be very open, right? Quality in India, uh, in, in many, many instances, when you're looking at new products when you're looking at new things, uh, people can tell you one thing and do something else, uh, right? We like, we, there, there are some cultural issues around producing world-class products yes. uh, and today things have gotten so much better and there's a generation in the workforce that's so much better and we're very lucky to have them with us.
0: Fantastic I think I think that's, that's, that's brilliant also one of the challenges which I think you already solved and it was so mindful of you to kind of look at it I remember when I had the first conversation with you I kind of mentioned this that um, and I feel like that was the first thing that was very enticing about the product We can bring in tempeh and then it looks really plain. And, uh, you know, it has all the mold on it because it's a fermented product. And if you would give raw tempeh to somebody, especially Indians, because they're not aware of how to handle it, um, there's going to be this question. Okay, what do I do with this? How am I supposed to cook it? Like, what do I do? What am I supposed to do with this? Um, And if you tell them that, oh, you just have to cook it like paneer, that's not going to register really well. So one of the things that I loved was that it's already cut and it's already flavored. So there's no... um, there's no real hassle about, um, you know, how do I cook with this? What are the flavorings that I can add? Um, you've already done that kind of, you know, math before, and then that final product is reaching the client. And I feel like, you know, um, that was a brilliant, um, that's, that's one of the brilliant moves if I could say that you could do as a startup, especially entering into a market, which doesn't know how to handle a product like that. So yeah. I think that was, that was brilliant.
1: Yeah. Thanks. No, I think, uh, and I think part of it is we run a lot on intuition. Um, uh, like, do we feel good about it, right? Like we always ask ourselves, do we feel good about it? That the 50 people that we always talk to, do they feel good about it? Uh, It's not like, hey, you know, I put up a board of something and get a bunch of random people to say whether they like it or not. Um, Does it feel right? Like, for example, when we decided to do chetinard, we did no research, right? I was just like, chetinard is like a kick-ass flavor. Lots of people don't do it. It's a strong flavor, works really well with tempeh. It may take a little bit longer, And it sounds a little exciting and people just go, I want to have it. Peri-peri is a commercially interesting flavor. Lots of people know it. Lots of people want it. So we did Sri Racha. Oh, maybe people will not know, but yeah, maybe some will know, some will not know. And we just said, let's go with the flavors that work. Let's, you know, for lack of a better word, let's make it look like bubble gum, right? Let's make it look colorful, make, make it look like a Bollywood song. And when yes. it sits on the shelf, let it be like, yaar, it's nice, it's bright, it's happy. It's not healthy, diet, fermented, good for your gut. Uh, I love it's that.
0: About
1: celebrate it. Like, oh, you had a great day today? Smash it with some tempeh pavaji. Smash it with the tempeh stir fry. Like treat it as a treat and as a good thing and as a celebratory thing uh, because nothing wrong with it. Uh, Chicken has a lot of protein and you eat it when you celebrate, don't you? So why not eat tempeh when you want to celebrate? I guess that was our approach to it.
0: I love that. I love the whole, you know, thought behind it. As you mentioned, the intuition behind it, I think it was was really spot on Um, with the vegetarians and with vegans now also, you know, or even if you would just mention like the whole plant-based community. Um, there's this one thing that, you know, I would go to like so many uh, conferences and seminars and webinars and that one question would always come in from somebody or the other. And they're like, okay, ye sab theek hai. what about the protein? You know, so it would always, always that like how much, uh, how much coconut Um, how much coconut milk can I have or, you know, how much, what can I do to be able to incorporate that kind of percentage if I'm somebody who's looking to gain muscle and things like that. So I feel like the introduction of something, because Tempeh is gluten-free, it's vegan and it's also high in protein. So I feel like an introduction of a product like that, which is also yummy and tasty if, you know, you have a palate for it. So if if that's a part of your diet, I feel like, um, It's a win-win situation for everybody. You're not forcing yourself to have two protein shakes in a day, but you can substitute with something that is, you know, is part of your meal and is yummy also.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. And I I think, so, you know, for us, when we had these building blocks of celebration, enjoyment, sensory, affordability was another really important one. We saw that a lot of plant-based milk and plant-based meats were coming in at like 250 to 350 rupees for 200 to 250 grams. Uh, depending on whether it was nuggets and stuff. And we just said, hey, if paneer is good quality, paneer is 100 to 120 rupees. And we're at about 130, 150 rupees. We're within that 10, 20 rupee premium and we're flavored, we're seasoned. Yeah. It's a clean label product. Uh, and it's something new with nice packaging. It's not a very big premium for somebody to trade up and try it. Um, yes. As opposed to paying another 100, or 120 rupees or double that. Uh, was very important for us to hit, was to yeah. hit the right price point. Because I can talk lots of nice things, but if the person who comes there and says, <laughs> uh, yeah. then I, can, I will hit a certain segment, right? You had earlier talked about a niche product. You know, it's a niche product from an awareness standpoint.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not, I don't believe, I think it's a big niche. Yeah. Post-awareness building and affordability rolled in. So, you know, I I often say nothing like being a niche product in India where you have a 1.3 billion people. If I cater to 5% of them, right, that's like 60 million people, which is one fifth of the U.S. population. And so I'm happy to be a niche. We just need to be a big niche. And uh, today, I think we're a small niche because of awareness. And we're very conscious that price, availability and education of how to cook it yeah. We'll take it from that small niche awareness to a big niche awareness. And if uh, uh, so that's kind of, so you had this sort of, how do you, you know, protein, 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 uh, price, price, price. Uh, and one of the things we spend a lot of time on is we just said, tempeh has no nationality. Yeah. And I always say that because today tofu, if tofu were to walk into the room, what language would it be speaking? Yes. Most would argue Chinese. If, so, yes. if paneer walks into the room right now it's probably speaking Hindi or most likely even Punjabi probably yes right I said when tempeh walks into the room it's going to speak the language that you want it to talk to you in at that moment in time yes. right and because it's so versatile you can mince it mash it cube it it absorbs flavor unlike a paneer or a tofu which coat flavor yes. tempeh absorbs flavor so your flavor absorbing I can mince you mash you which means I can make a pasta bolognese, I can make a kebab, I can make a burger, I can make a chettinad curry with it. So when the options are limitless, it's really a blank slate. And yes. that's why we did a chejuan, we did a tawa, we did a peri-peri, we did a chettinad, just to tell people that don't pin a nationality on this ingredient. It'll be who you want it to be.
0: I love and, that.
1: Right? And so that automatically, and today our customers, if you look at our Instagram posts, or you look at what other people tag us on when they make stuff, you'll have somebody who's make a chettinad curry. That's kind of a little bit more greasy. So it's not even healthy, uh, yeah. the way they've made it, it's super greasy and they're eating with a bunch of Malabar paratha, but they're enjoying it. It's like an indulgence food for them. And of course she says, oh, it has so much protein and you have somebody else who makes a Buddha bowl with it in its most simple form with broccoli and quinoa. And then somebody feeding their kid a cutlet. That's like a dream for us, right? It's a dream that, you know, you can buy it. It's like buying vegetables or you buy a potato, you keep it. You don't buy a potato going, oh, I'm buying these potatoes so that I make this with it. Yeah. Uh, you buy it going, okay, potatoes will you know, do two weeks. Same thing with tempeh. It's like I'll make what I'm in the mood for. So uh, that's kind of our journey, right? Affordability, protein, and it can be who you want it to be.
0: And that's the, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. All the points that you just mentioned actually they, they hit right they hit right on the spot because that's what we actually look at we, we, We're looking at all these possibilities whenever we're incorporating something which we can make a part of our um, you know day to day routine right And food is that we can connect it to emotions, we can connect it to flavor we can connect it to something where we're incorporating it for health benefits also so it kind of checks all those parameters as well. So, so, that tell me, you know, I I love the aspect that it's also so affordable, and you know, anybody and everybody can get their hands on it if they would like to try it, if they would like to incorporate it once they kind of develop a taste for it and start loving it, you know.
1: Yeah. But what's
0: what's the um what's what are some what are some of the future prospects? Like what what really gets you excited about you know maybe um two years three years four years down the line? How do you see um the growth of Hello Tempe?
1: Yeah, um, you know, I I think there's two things that excite us. Um, Well, at its most basic level, um, you know, I still get, have a childlike excitement every time I hear somebody who tries our tempeh, actually tempeh in general, but especially when it's our tempeh and says, hey, I really liked it. You know, I I think there's a, we're young enough that we're, and we're insecure enough that we we love it when somebody says something sweet and means it. That means they like the product. Right. Um, great. Uh, the second thing that excites me, other than just being complimented about our product is that I think we're working on some pretty exciting new products, okay. right? Uh, because ready to cook was how we wanted to introduce it, which means okay. khana sakta, it's staple. It's always in my fridge, but Absolutely. the opportunities to create frozen snacks, that you don't have to cook, you just have to pan toss it, right? It could be a burger, it could be anything. Uh, the opportunity to create that where you just go, I really don't have time. Yeah. Um, but I am not. I don't want to eat something that tastes like chicken because I'm a mm. vegetarian or vegan or whatever. And it has a variety of things. But I want, but aloo tikki. So the next guys we're going after are aloo tikkis and harabara kebab. Because they've also done a lot of heavy lifting for the last 100 years. Unko bhi thoda aram karne do. Right? Uh, right? It's like when you have a snack, it's like paneer tikka, harabara kebab, aloo tiki, kab, kab, or kaab, no nutrition and paneer fine. So how about we do tempeh snacking? Yeah. Uh, both that is on the go snacking, frozen snacking um, uh, is where we're excited uh, because I think the potential is enormous um, yes. so that it's not something you have to cook and it's something you can munch on when you go. So we're working on a bunch of formats, early stages, but we're pretty far along on some and early stages on the other. And the last piece is we, we think we have the opportunity to be a global company yes. that's born out of India. Um, yeah. And you know, if tomorrow in 10 years, people think tempeh is like a much more mainstream food for vegetarians, vegans, people who want to be plant-based, people who want more protein, uh, Hello tempeh should be not just tempeh, it's not just tempeh. it's also Hello Tempeh needs to be a brand that sits on the shelf with anybody from anywhere else in the world. And that's kind of a long-term excitement, yeah. uh, but my short-term excitement is feeding people the product we have, getting them to understand it, and when they cook it well, or when they, when they didn't cook it properly, and then they learned to cook it properly and said, hey man, you know, we got it wrong the first time, we got it right. We were really excited when we got it right because your product is actually not crap. Like we said the first time, it's actually okay and good because we screwed it up. We didn't cook it properly. Like these are real things, right? Like we can, I love we can talk about That's it like a Shah Rukh Khan romance. Like it's not all good all the time, but yeah. those, that journey of creating a new ingredient has its highs and lows of yes. people experiencing it. And uh, we're seeing that experience only ramp up further and further and further where the adoption's getting more and more uh, mainstream, right? Yes. yes. It's not about the fancy people only. It's not about the person who walk, carries the fancy handbags, eats in fancy restaurants, travels around the world. To me, it's, they're, they're, the, they're the ones who are going to try it. it. To me, it's about your day-to-day young middle class, whether it's a single, whether it's a couple, whether it's a family, uh, whatever it is that just goes, lekeho, yaar. it should not be like, oh, have you tried tempeh today? Uh, it's, not, it's not about being pretentious, right? And that's what excites us about this adoption and, of course, new products and, of course, international. Sorry, long answer, but...
0: Oh, no, 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 worth it. I the, the passion was absolutely contagious. I completely resonated. And actually, I'm really excited about, um, you know, watching Tempe go places, all thanks to Hello Tempe. Um, you know, that. One of the last things I want to ask you for today—you've been very kind, and you know, you've, you've you've spoken so much and explained so many things to us about the product, about the company. But you know, before you go, um, so many young entrepreneurs, so many young people, or you know, people who want to start new things, have an idea and a little skeptical, scared. Um, we've got a lot of listeners who are in that kind of you know age bracket who want to learn things, understand how they can start doing their own things. Any message, life lesson, or you know a business lesson, anything that you would like to share with people?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I'll be brief. Uh, First of all, I appreciate you calling me young. Um, That's very kind of you. Uh, I'm not as young as you might think, but but, so I have a few gray hairs, so I'll try and impart what I think matters. Um, I would tell a lot of young, I mean, there's a lot of young entrepreneurs who are jumping right into it, getting their hands dirty. And it's quite, I'm quite envious that I wasn't like that when I was their age and that they're taking such bold moves and risks and so on Uh, and actually coming out of the other end quite successful. Um, The one thing I would say is I think people need to get their hands dirty uh, by doing stuff, um, even if it's in a risk-free environment. Whether it's working for another startup, could be working for a large company in a department that is an underdog not in a fancy department that has all the big budgets and so on and so forth. Find a place that's going to push you uh, uh, and you know, challenge you in ways that your business is going to challenge you.
0: Yes. Um,
1: right? It's super important. Uh, if you have to stand in the sun and sell lemonade you know, six days a week for a month, because that's what you're going to need to do. It's what I do when I sell okay. tempeh is, and my team does, is we stand and we sell in events and we talk to people over and over and over again. It's like a broken record, you know? And you're just going to like, is this what it was? I I thought I'm going to be on LinkedIn all day uh, talking about stuff and giving gyan. Not really. Get in there. Do the hard yards. If age is on your side, which it always is, but if it especially on your side if you're super young, take a year, take a year and a half and try and find that person who... Will challenge you, that person who will push you, uh, that person who may know you're going to leave in a year and a half, so really puts you through the ringer. Yeah. Because when you go to your business, those emotions, those feelings, those experiences, if it's not the first time you're feeling it, if it's the second time you're feeling it, you're just going to be that much more confident to overcome.
0: Absolutely. I think I think every cell of my body kind of, you know, resonated with every single thing that you said today. Um, you know, especially the lesson, right? And this is something that I keep telling my team as well. Um, we have so many young boys and girls in the team. And that's what I keep telling them as well, that, you know, it's if 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 there were no challenges, what would you learn? You know, and if there is somebody in front of you to kind of like help you and support you and, you know, understand that this is how a process works and push you through it, that's what you need moving forward. So I feel like every single thing that... Uh, you go through in order to finally reach that little bit of a, you know, uh, ikigai role or goal that you have is is absolutely worth it in the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you know, go through the hard yards, go through the lonely moments, go through the ups. Um, yeah. And I always say, uh, when things are bad, people think they're going to stay bad forever. When things are good, they think they're going to stay good forever and neither of which is true. Um, absolutely. Right, and so uh, ultimately, you just gotta, as we say, you know, pin your ears back, uh, keep the bullshit levels low, uh, yeah. and uh, just get on with it, and just get shit done, and it's all possible. It's all possible.
0: Yes, I have absolutely loved this this candid conversation of you know us today. Thank you, Sadat, so much for joining us and you know sharing so much insight. Um, valuable little lessons and also, you know, so much knowledge and information about Tempe. Um, I'm very excited for the brand and I'm also very excited for the product. I wish you a lot of power and a lot of, lot of growth with Hello Tempe and with your personal prospects as well.
1: Yeah. Thank you for taking the time. It really means a lot and good luck to you as well. And see you soon.
0: Thank you. Thank you.